I V M I V M Hey everyone this is your daily dose of everything that's happening in the world of NBA I am Monish and joining me as he does always is Nishant and you're listening to The Airball Diaries Oh, what a fun day it was in the NBA today. The Lakers going into overtime yet again to beat the Mavs. A three-point winner by the rookie Austin Reeves to win the game. Anthony Edwards became the youngest player to score 10 threes in a game. Wow. But what if I told you the highlight of the day was not even, was not either of these games, but it was OKC, OKC. and the Pelicans. Who would have cared? <laughs> After SGA just heaved a three-pointer and hoped that it would go in and it went in to tie the scores. Devonte Graham <laughs> he shot a 68 footer to the longest ever buzzer beater in NBA in the last 25 years to tie the game uh, to win the game for the Pelicans incredible incredible scenes lots of stuff to talk about on today's episode let's get started whether you're an established sports person or a budding one or simply a sports enthusiast join us Tanvi and Shlok we are two passionate pro badminton players talking policy mindset and everything sport so tune in to the millennial athlete every monday only on the ivm podcast network trust us it's going to be lit okay uh where do i start to start off uh, let me ask you this question and let me see if you can guess this team okay uh this team has won 9 of the last 11 games they've had the second worst schedule in the entire uh, nba mm-hmm. um they are the second best defense in the league after the warriors of course so it's not the warriors i'm talking about and each of their uh, starting five has missed at least two games uh so this team is doing well and they've had players missing out due to injuries and illness and what not and they're still doing well can you guess which team i'm talking about i can kind of guess it's the cavs yes it's the cavs it's it's kind of become one of my fun yeah, so favorite teams to watch Yeah so that was one clue for me and the second thing was the defense otherwise i wouldn't have guessed 9 out of 11 i'd said i don't know are the rockets really that good or something but <laughs> the defense is that kind of pushes us towards the cavs because they have like 17 seven footers so yep <laughs> exactly this has become one of my favorite teams to watch because they put on an entertaining show every single time they they're on the court the cavs are 18 and 12 fourth in the table mm-hmm. just one game below the chicago bulls now a uh, second in defensive rating as as i also mentioned they have eight players averaging over 10 points this season that means they are a deep unit mm. and their rookie is really balling out ivan mobley he went third in the draft he's balling out he's he's is currently the favorite to win the rookie of the year he has a plus 127 when he's on the court and the second highest for a rookie this year is plus 52 by chris duarte or someone in indiana <laughs> he is just The Cavs of zero and four whenever Mobley didn't play, by the way, which shows his impact. But it's not just Mobley; it's Darius Garland has stepped up, Jarrett Allen has stepped up. Brooklyn Nets, what a loss! Jarrett Allen is is playing almost All Star potential. <laughs> yeah. He's averaging seventeen and eleven at seventy percent shooting. It's he's a center, but seventy percent shooting. Wow! Garland averages nineteen uh, points and seven assists. Uh, he is he's just really stepped up uh, over last se- from the last season if you had a choice between sexton and garland and the cavs wanted to make a choice between one of them well garland has just won the race i don't think it's a, even a debate anymore now this is one of the entertaining teams like i said the defense is really good and we've spoken about it multiple times in the past it's the ability to get stops that will win you yeah. games that will win you playoff games and what not now when Absolutely. we discussed at the start of the season cavs were probably not even a top 10 right but they they definitely are in my top 6 right now in the east 
do you believe in the Cavs project? They're in your top six. Um, in the East. Yeah. Best yeah, teams definitely. in the East right now or you're saying you think they'll finish top six at the end? Top six in the East for sure. Yeah, looks like it. I mean, they seem to be, um, I don't know what it is that they figured out or they flipped the switch, but but the signs were were there a little bit, right? Because in, in today's NBA, you've either got to have an exceptional seven-footer like Jokic. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, your seven-footers are not going to change anything unless your backcourt is out of this world. Right. Backcourt, you can maybe stretch it and, and save wing players. Uh, because, you know, the, we, we are now seeing not only point centers, but also hybrid wings. You're seeing the likes of Luca and, and LeBron who, who are like yeah. point forwards, if, if there was a... So everyone's point something, basically. A point mm-hmm. center, a point forward, or a point point. Right? So <laughs> what is that point to? It points to... Ah, how many points did I speak in that sentence? <laughs> that points to, excuse the pun, uh, the backcourt being so dominant in today's NBA because... Um, Players are coming, becoming ready-made playmakers. You got a bunch of these in each draft who have good court vision and the ability to create. Uh, some can work off the ball, and that's an exceptional talent. So that elevates you. And then, of course, there's the three shooting, which is something that everyone needs in every position on every team right now. Right. So backcourts build teams. That's the modern NBA. You take the the Warriors. You take. Uh, you take why the Nets were supposed to be that great is because they have that elite backcourt and then they have an MVP wing, so you know, kind of unstoppable. Uh, it took a complete backcourt in Milwaukee before they could <clears throat> realize their potential despite having a Giannis on the team. It needed that second. Bledsoe wasn't cutting it, upgraded to Giroud, boom, end of story. Now, what's the dream in a backcourt? Playmaking, three-shooting, defense. If, mm-hmm. if your backcourt can do all three, fantastic. With the Cavs, they have, uh, let's, when they're fully fit, they have Sexton and Garland in their backcourt. And this is a backcourt that for a while has been knocking on, on doors now, yeah. that, that you know, they're up and coming and they're worth, worth tracking. Um, it's a bit like the Chicago duo now that they've put together with Lonzo mm-hmm. and, and Levine. Uh, except I, I think these guys are a little more complete because Levine doesn't really defend all that well. Lonzo's all right. right. <clears throat> I think both these guys give you excellent effort on defense. I, I actually think Sexton's an underrated defender. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's logged in when he needs to be. Size is the only disadvantage. So they've got the backcourt, right? That that was there. That was already there. What they needed to build was a squad around this backcourt. So you need right. some rim protection. You need. It looks like Cleveland were accurately able to figure out exactly what role players they need and through a bunch of moves. They didn't even go into the draft all that much. I know they got Mobley high, but they didn't dip into the draft the way OKC plans to over the next few years or the way Philadelphia did. Right. Uh, I think they built the squad very intelligently. I think. Uh, their seven-footer acquisition, as much as we laugh about it, makes sense because one of them is Kevin Love. Who? How long do you think he's going to last? He's on his way out, so they've got to plan a backup. Right. Um, I think it's a nice team, and I think it's a team that Portland should look at and slap themselves in the face. Boston should look at and slap themselves in the face because this here's a team that identified their strengths, identified where they lack support, and said, okay, we're going to double down on our backcourt, which yep. means we need support uh, rim protection-wise, we need support rebounds-wise, and we need a big who can, if, if he can shoot threes, nothing like it, but even otherwise, grab rebounds, protect the rim, get a few points, and we're good. Set screens, all of that stuff. And they did. They, they got exactly who they needed uh, that they could realistically get. That was the second filter. Um, and they seem to be building a team around it. This is great. If Portland could learn a thing or two from this and not hang on to Nokish, that would be amazing. If Celtics can finally wake up and get a big, that'll be amazing. <laughs> Any other team that's missing a skill position or a role position, this is the model that you should aspire to build. Unless you can draft or uh, trade for whoever you want under the sun, in which case, okay, you're a richer franchise, you have better options. 
the two losses that they had uh, in this 11 game streak that I was talking about are against the Jazz and the Bucks which are premier yeah. teams i mean I'm, you don't yeah. expect to beat the jazz and the bucks even if you go in a playoff series against them right so it's right. fair to say that they're just running past all the every uh, running past every other opposition in fact they won all of those nine games by double digits that yeah. shows that it's not just winning they're even dominating their yeah. Yeah. this is by the way their uh, best 30 game start to a seasons without lebron james in the cavs uniform since 1997 hmm. <laughs> that shows how terrible <laughs> they've been in yeah, the last yeah. 25 years <laughs> if lebron james isn't playing cavs are terrible but this is finally their year where they've made some improvement i'm not saying that they'll go on a playoff run and they'll eliminate big teams well that's a stretch but this is one of the most entertaining teams it's similar to uh, you could say the hornets from last season where you woke up and took notice with lamelo ball balling out like that right um Houston at least have a big city uh, and they have the whole Texas tax thing which is lucrative right. but Cleveland have none of those things going so that kind of narrows down the list of players that they can get at least in free agency they're not a destination not unless they draft another lebron so then who do you go for right you you get smart you you go pick up a markinen you go trade for jared allen you go you you notice that kevin love is is on his way down and out and so you bring in allen you bring in Uh, I think that tried out Drummond in between chucked him out wise move. Um <laughs> that's when you know it's a really good franchise also at least yeah. now for the time being when not only do they know whom to bring in they know um, how to take quick decisions on uh, on bad moves right and uh, hey they have a D Wade in their lineup so I'm <laughs> yeah, not yeah. not complaining. It, it, it's just a great team man they got some vet experience in Ricky Rubio they have CD Osman who's been there around for a while in the league. Markkanen Yeah yeah Markkanen of course. Yeah, yeah yeah so it's 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 really nice it's a nice squad that they put together it's like a detroit pistons so for light version um they're oh. not as ferocious as them they're not going to win the chip but it's sort of built in the same mold of a bunch of underdogs who collectively play to to really put up great results absolutely it's it's been great fun watching the cavs hey everybody it's been another great week on the ivm podcast network On Advertising is Dead, Varun Dogirala talks to Divyanshu Damani, co-founder and CEO at Tag Mango. The two discuss how content creators can monetize their content going beyond the traditional ads and brand deals. On The Habit Coach, Ashton is in conversation with Ashna Modi, clinical psychologist at ASA Wellness. They discuss the habit of deservability and gratitude. On Probation Set Promotion, Tuck, host Abhinav talks about business networking and teaches us how to enhance those networking skills. On the longest constitution Priya gives us a peek into the history of caste-based discrimination and how our constitution is committed to overcoming that. And on the Musafir stories the hosts are joined by author and poet Mihir Watsa. They discover the plateau town of Hazaribagh. Do follow us on social media where IVM podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn. And also do check out our YouTube channels. We have a number of them. You can get them on ivmpodcast.com slash YouTube. And remember, if you're enjoying this show or any of our other shows for that matter, please do tell a friend. It really does help us spread the word. And finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors for the network this week, Cred, Bank of Baroda, CoinSwitch, Kuber, Intel, and Oxfam India. Thank you so much for making this possible. The other team I want to talk about today was the Milwaukee Bucks. The Lakers? Never. You want to talk about the Lakers? Or no, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Milwaukee Bucks, they're 19 and 11. Uh, 
with the big three playing they're 12 and 2 which means yeah. it's difficult to beat this team and today uh, jiru already stepped up in the absence of middleton yeah, yeah. and yanis he he got really good numbers and they pretty much dominated the fourth quarter went on a 21-0 run to beat the indiana pacers it was pretty easy win for milwaukee yeah. bucks at the end now when yanis comes back and when middleton comes back they're not losing games is it too early to say that the milwaukee bucks are unbeatable because how do you beat this team how do you stop this juggernaut of a team with yanis just running through defenses drew holiday is playing as drew holiday should middleton kind of had a slump after he came back from covid but he's caught, kind of caught up and he's getting regular middleton numbers now yeah. how do you stop this bucks team okay first of all i said it since before the season started that this is the team to beat they're the juggernaut Screw the Nets. I don't know why the bookies rate them so highly. I guess it's because there are enough fools that that are willing to bet on the Nets, so they they kind of want to hedge their risk a little bit. But um, it's a tough, it's a tough team to beat. They're only going to get better, by the way. Devin Chenzo is going to come back. Yeah, they clinched the finals with Devin Chenzo, but he was a big part of their playoff journey and and also the regular season. That's another. That's a great addition to have. Yeah, they've added some nice backup in in Demarcus. which makes so much more sense now because it looks like brook lopez it's yeah, indefinite yeah. as to when yeah we don't we don't know i don't know if it's short term long term we just have no clue more likely long by the way bobby porter has been amazing this year you don't even realize that brook lopez has been missing because he's been probably putting up better numbers than brook lopez did last season yeah but that's the thing that's the thing about a great championship team right that at the right moment when opportunities present themselves younger players step up and they're just as good if not better than than the yeah. ones that they replace bobby porter is one example When Devin Chenzo went out, we thought that will really hurt yeah. uh, the Bucks because he's a great squad player coming off the exactly. bench. Exactly. Connaughton stepped up. Yeah. Connaughton stepped up to the point where now they're comfortable starting him in games also when they need right. to. You well. don't even realize that Devin Chenzo was part of their roster for the regular season. He yeah. got, I mean, he got injured in the early part of the playoffs, right? Yeah. Or if yeah. not, end of the regular season, and the Bucks had to do make do without him, and pretty much nobody noticed that because Connaughton was a Connaughton was amazing. whenever you play yeah and i mean they did have an anted combo on the floor so it's not like of course <laughs> they had an anted combo just like cleveland had a david <laughs> now it's it's a great team I, i mean the bucks are the model of uh plays at both ends this thing that mm-hmm. has come up in the nba yep. which wasn't really a thing until the 90s because everyone was supposed to play it's it's a game it's played at both ends of the court so you play at both ends of the court this only became a thing after um you know scoring champs like iverson came in and say a steph curry or somebody like that where they're so good offensively that you've got to give them cut them a whole lot of slack on defense it's it's the messi cristiano ronaldo argument it's they don't when when is the last time either of them really defended anything but you don't care you can't really complain what are you going to do cut them from the team you can't so uh, this is a modern era problem and um which is why we value Ka- kawai so much not only because of how great he is but he genuinely is truly dominant on both ends of the clo- floor bucks are the kawai leonard of the nba if a team <laughs> were to be and they're fit unlike so largely they're fit okay bucks are they don't load manage for fun uh, when they do they do it making sure they can win yanis can play under 30 minutes put up those kind of numbers they win all good um they play both ends ferociously it is Everyone looks at the juggernaut offense. I'm looking at the defense. You just can't score easily on the Bucks. Yeah. You have Drew on the perimeter. Middleton's an above-average defender. Giannis is a monster in the paint. Uh, mm-hmm. And if you pull him even mid-range, Bobby Portis has been great defensively. Yeah. Everyone else pitches in. Allen, Connaughton, Divincenzo when he comes back. Hill. All of these guys offer you great perimeter uh, uh, defense and and good team defense overall whenever they're on the floor. That's why the Bucks are so good. Of course, they're amazing offensively. Middleton's a 
an all-star guard. Giannis is an all-time uh, beast, but but it's the defense. That's where they elevate. That's where they go one step above everyone else. Nobody defends like the Bucks in the league. And that's great that you mentioned that they're sixth in offensive rating, sixth in defensive rating. Yeah. That shows that you're in the top ten in both sides, uh, both sides of the court. Yeah, yeah now shows that. But I'm saying in the playoffs, can't match. Oh yeah, of yeah. course. All right, so that was the Bucks. Uh, I know we didn't talk about the Lakers today, but we'll come back and talk about the Lakers tomorrow. I know you'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, Austin Reeves is he the new star on the block? <laughs> is Russell numbers. Westbrook up for trade? There are a lot of rumors coming up. Uh, yeah, we'll talk please. all about that on tomorrow's episode. But until then, see you. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to check out our other interesting podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app, ivmpodcasts.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow us on our social media. We're at IVM Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. And if you want to reach out to us, and you know you do, you know you want to reach out to us and tell us that our opinions on your favorite players are trash. You want to tell us Magic Johnson is still better than Steph Curry and you don't think Steph Curry has changed the game. For all that and more, reach out to us on both Instagram and Twitter. If you love cricket, listen up. The Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast is here for you. Hosted by DJ, Varun, and me, Ashwin, we bring a fun, fresh fan's point of view to talking all things cricket. Sometimes it's just the three of us, sometimes we have guests, including current and former international cricketers. For new episodes every week, check out the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast on the IVM app, website, or wherever you get your podcasts. Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your five-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday as I explore the strange, obscure, and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website, or wherever you get your podcast from.